0: hello everyone welcome to another episode of words of heart in today's episode we have the privilege of speaking with mike stroh thank you for joining me today mike
1: my pleasure thank you for having me
0: awesome so yeah. mike if you could tell my listeners a bit about yourself that would be great
1: sure it's always a difficult thing to describe concisely. I will do my best. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm the founder of an organization called Starts With Me, and we're a consultancy specializing in K-12 education and workplace mental health. I'm also a psychotherapist. And primarily, I would say, underneath those sort of, I don't know, whatever they are, labels, I am... Um, somebody who spent a long time living uh, with addiction and mental illness. And also, I have a brother who lives with schizophrenia. And so, I, I, I love the title of your podcast, and I think that's what speaks to me most. I'm a, I'm a person who is in touch <laughs> now in a healthy way with my heart. And my healing has come in large part by learning to, uh, articulate or at least put words to, uh, how I'm feeling. And, uh, before I didn't know how to do that, which is why, of course I needed to be high all the time. Now that I, I guess I've been, I'm approaching 10 years of, of recovery. And so I guess maybe it's helpful. I'm married and I have two kids. And, and so that sort of fits into my journey as well. But, um, that is my, that's my story so far.
0: <laughs> well, our stories continue to be written, obviously. Yes, um, yes. Thank you um, for sharing that. Um, you mentioned you're a psychotherapist, correct? Yes. Um, What does that exactly entail? Um, for I don't sure. really know much about that particular field.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, I wish I had a good answer for that, but I think – if we think about it historically, um, as, as the field of mental health care, or you could, I think primarily it's mental illness care, there's sort of three levels of uh, intervention, I guess. So, in, And this is giving, giving the Western medical system perspective. So we have psychiatrists who are medical doctors, who have a specialty in mental health. And they are the ones, I'm not sure how it works in the U S but I know in Canada, they are the ones who prescribe medication to people. And so they're the only healthcare professional that's, uh, I guess, certified, so to speak, to provide medication. So, uh, I'll give my brother for an example, he lives with schizophrenia. And so he gets, I guess the person who, <laughs> helps decide what type of medication he needs for his illness is a psychiatrist. And then there's what's called clinical psychologists. And those are very, I guess, thoroughly trained mental health care professionals who are not medical doctors, but they have PhDs and they can diagnose mental health disorders, but they cannot prescribe medication. And then sort of below that you have like I guess somebody like me who who is trained to be a psychotherapist. So, and I provide psychotherapy, which is just the act of like counseling. I guess so. Uh, psychiatrists and clinical psychologists also provide psychotherapy, um, but I would say those two designations have a little more training than someone like me does. Um, but at the same time, there's. And I guess this is speaking to the average person, like the amount of years of training and however many letters you have after your name do not necessarily equal a better psychotherapist. So another way to think about it is like you're a coach, you're a guide, you're a, you know, somebody just helping walk somebody else through the trials and tribulations of life.
0: Interesting. Um, yeah. I can understand on um, what you mean by um, the letters, but um, behind the profession. Um, as a matter of fact, um, my father is an LMHC, which is <laughs> I think the correct term would be licensed mental health counselor. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. that's the right abbreviation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I can't speak for his um, colleagues in that field, but he actually has a lot of personal experience, which makes him a more effective um, counselor in his chosen profession. So um, he sort of does what you do, or I guess as you explained, there's many layers to helping someone with their mental health. Yeah. So um, with that being said, um, how do you think people have been affected um, with their mental health considering the pandemic right now?
1: Yeah, it's such a... I think we're, we... It's very difficult to know the bigger picture. I think, I guess the things that I would see most front and center, uh, there was a recent, <laughs> there's a very well-known uh, organizational psychologist. His name's Adam Grant. And sort of he's sort of, I don't know what it would be. He's like the cliquey people who are into pop psychology. And he's actually very good and I don't mean to discount his ex excellence, but they came out with a word recently, languishing, which is sort of like between being depressed and sort of being quote unquote uh, normal. And so a lot of people are languishing as they would describe it. Um, And I would also sort of support that. It's like, because the human mind is so oriented to problems and solutions and like outcomes or finish lines, everybody's stuck in this state where they're expecting an ending or they're expecting a finish line that's never coming or that keeps moving or changing. And so that can be really tiring on people. And, and what, what I would say is most helpful is to let go of a, supposed finish line and just focus on your day-to-day tasks, which again is not, it's simple, not easy. And, um, yeah, I just think a lot of people, particularly young people, I do a lot of work in schools are really having a hard time, um, seeing a future in which they get to have a life. I think for adults, it's a little easier because we know what it was like prior to the pandemic But for a lot of kids, it's a really hard time right now. And so I think people are doing their best. I don't think the media is helpful whatsoever. I'd say the media, both in the U.S. and in Canada, has done a terrible job at being honest about many things, but in particular, giving us a trustworthy voice that can be really comforting, like... You just hear so many mixed messages in the news, and so it's very hard to like be settled in one's daily life. And so I'd say that is another aspect to all of this that's really hard. Yeah, so that's my short but <laughs> kind of broad answer.
0: <laughs> it's a good answer, and I strongly agree um, that it has affected us um, pretty um, negatively in the news media has certainly not helped in all areas of the globe and um, for myself personally that's a really huge part as to why I started this podcast to begin with to be like a source of positivity and comfort to help people who are having a really difficult time with their emotions during this hectic season and just a source of comfort away from all the negativity that has came this that has come across this particular season
1: mm-hmm. so. yeah can i ask you sure. along that same yeah like what are you kind of seeing in your circles or the people that you've spoken to about a lot of this like how how are people navigating this
0: um from my own personal circles um Uh I think people are navigating it okay um I myself um have opted to stay quarantine a majority of the time because I'm of higher risk Mm because I have um diabetes Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: I did get vaccinated recently so yay for that
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um,
0: but um um, just to be on a more personal level, um yeah, no one really, even though people haven't some people like or I guess some people in my social circles have taken this seriously, but others have not understand the severity of the situation um you really don't know how how strong your body is as silly as that may sound um i thought i understood my body very very well and then it decided to turn against me um (laughs) um (laughs) um, a year ago um before i got diagnosed with diabetes because i didn't know it was diabetes but Hmm. um you really don't understand your body as well as you think you do so it's very important to take what's going on right now very, very seriously it, to protect to protect your health and actually protect the health of everyone around you. Um, mm-hmm. Some people are, yeah. I think I'm mixing up my thoughts here, but
1: no, that makes I I, I would I would add to like I think your the point around it's hard to it's hard to take it seriously in some sense because unless unless it happens you know unless you get covid and then are impactedly impacted negatively it's yeah it's really hard to kind of like internalize what it all means and so right that, yeah that adds to i guess some of my thoughts on it are you know there's days where everything is just moving along. You know, we have two kids at home and so it's not exactly smooth sailing all the time, but uh, you know, some days are better than others. And then you forget what's kind of happening outside in the world. And then um, sometimes it's just like, well, what the hell are we all doing? Like nothing's happening to me. I'm okay. You know, I don't know anyone, although I do know people who've got COVID, but it's anyway. It's just that disconnect between our our immediate environment versus what's happening out in the world, and like I would say, that also connects to the poor job our media has done in just articulating honestly what is going on. And for me, that's what, excuse me, pisses me off the most. It's like we we don't get any clear. Messaging, right? It just anyway. So that I, I do going back to that point of of the lack of clarity and honesty. I would say I, it would just be so nice to hear the politicians say, "You know what? We're all doing our best. We actually have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> and we've made mistakes, and we're trying to do." You know, just there's no humility whatsoever, and that's I just find it really, really difficult uh, when I'm not settled myself, and my mind kind of gets a little lost in the judgment you know and then wanting to fix everything so i can feel better
0: right um you mentioned you're (laughs) close (laughs) yeah yeah. it's my my
1: little rant there yeah (laughs) no
0: it's all good it's all good yeah (laughs) um you mentioned um that you're close to 10 years of sobriety which is a massive achievement so congrats Mm -hmm. to that thank Um, you yeah What advice would you give to those struggling with their sobriety right now, considering we're so conducive to our household right now?
1: (sighs) Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so... This I get lost in the simplicity of life versus the complexity. So how that relates to people struggling with their sobriety or substance use... We know basically that to heal from addiction recovery, you need a community, or you need at least one other person who you can be in contact with and be honest with, or you know, preferably a group of people, and you need to be in con sort of continual relationship with those people and do so in an honest and transparent way. So now that we are secluded so much, that has become a lot. Although that doesn't mean you can give up or that there's an excuse, right? It's sort of the balance of, yes, life is hard. This is hard. uh, This isn't fair. All that stuff. So I think it's important to be able to kick and scream and complain, at least to a point. And then it's important to add, okay, now what? I still have to do the things I need to do to take care of myself. So it's a bit different for people who have never contemplated sobriety. Um, For those people, (laughs) you kind of have to find your way to that point of, okay, I can't do this anymore, I need help. And then for the other people that are kind of in between or who have tried, just to notice, there's a lovely saying in some addiction recovery circles, rationalize, justify, minimize. So what, what's going on in your mind that is rationalizing, justifying, justifying, and minimizing you, the behavior you know you shouldn't be engaged in? So it could be, oh, I'm, I'm getting drunk today or I'm getting high today because somebody said something to me or someone treated me a certain way. I mean, th- there's an endless litany of excuses that one could come up with. And so just to notice are you making excuses are you bullshitting yourself are you you know not being honest with somebody um and what's going on there it's sort of about that rigorous honesty um so that's what I would say kind of on the on a surface level
0: okay okay um you have such an interesting perspective um <laughs> on everything, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. Um, So I do have that silly icebreaker question. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stump you, though. Um, Many of my okay, guests okay. enjoy this question, <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we shall see. Um, uh-huh. if you could have any superpower that's not flying, many people pick flying, so I have to <laughs> take that option away. If you uh-huh. have any superpower that is not flying, what would it be?
1: <sighs> hmm. Holy moly! Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it would be to, you know, my mind is so susceptible to its own biases that it's like uh, um <laughs> let me see here um you know the simple so i would just say that the initial things are i wish i could uh heal people or i wish i could you know reduce people's mm-hmm. suffering by you know mm-hmm. snapping my fingers that would be my initial response um Ah, I think I know what it would be. It would be to... I'll, I'll say it first and then I'll uh, <laughs> qualify it. I, it would be that people start to see... I don't know if this is a superpower. I wish I could make the world or make people uh, see that we are all human beings. So it would be like to to dissolve the labels and the uh, things that we identify as that keep us separated. And so that kind of is a is a word of my heart would be I long for sort of this oneness or this sense of, interconnectedness amongst human beings and so that would be probably the superpower that i would like to have is to help people see that as opposed to it's kind of the idea of look for the similarities not the differences um so i, I don't know if that's really a superpower but uh that's what my heart longs for
0: oh that counts as a power that's okay, nice awesome. awesome. <laughs> Many people answer it differently. So uh-huh. that's why I enjoy asking it. So it's like a fun <laughs> question. And it really makes you think. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does. It does. It does. Yeah.
0: So the power I would have, I guess it's not considered a power, but I think it would be in the future, would be mm-hmm. the power to have this podcast be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. <laughs>
1: that's awesome that is awesome
0: (laughs) intergalactic broadcasting Uh
1: uh-huh 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 amazing
0: yeah Um, well mike um Mm -hmm. we're getting close to the end of this awesome interconnecting galactic yes yes (laughs) (laughs) um do you have any social plugins for my audience before we wrap up here
1: yeah, I think I I would simply encourage people to go to the website. It's startswithme.ca, and um, that's what I would encourage people to do. Just go check out our content there. There's a lot of, I guess, blogs, um, videos, podcast stuff, and. Uh, yeah, thank you. That that's where I would encourage people to go startswithme.ca. Awesome.
0: Thank you for joining mm. me today, Mike. This was an amazing conversation.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for having me and keep up the awesome work. I love I love what you're doing and this idea of words of the heart. It's beautiful. So thank you again and and keep it up.
0: Oh, thank you too. All my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, speak from the heart, please don't keep Mm -hmm. your heart silent, and until next time. Hello, everyone. It is your Heart Warrior Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you like this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts, or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.